Welcome to training from Scott Ross Online. Scott Ross is a highly sought after and internationally acclaimed personal development and leadership coach who speaks to more than 50,000 people a year. The same strategies he's taught top executives are available to you through programs like this one. We encourage you to take notes and listen to this audio multiple times for maximum results. And now, here's Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. I appreciate you devoting some time from your busy week to take in this information every single week. And this is going to be episode number 117, episode 117. You're going to be able to find the show notes for this episode at scottrossonline.com slash 117. And I'll put some valuable stuff out there and you can subscribe to the podcast there as well. I'm really excited about this week's topic because it's something that we really have to get purposeful about if we want to have the success that I know all of us desire. And it's a deep dive a little bit into the concept of letting go of things, of you have to give up to go up. You've got to give up to go up. You know, um, there's a law in leadership that says to take hold of greater things. We've got to let go of lesser things. It's known as the law of sacrifice. And this is going to be a little bit of a deeper dive into that idea, because what I want to do is just hit some high points of some key areas that you're going to need to give up if you want to go up, some things you're going to need to let go of if you want to rise. And so, um, We'll see how many we can get through this week in this episode. I don't expect it'll be two episodes, but you never know what's going to happen. So let's just dive in and uh, we'll start with the very first thing that you're going to need to give up to go up. And that is you're going to need to give up the past. One thing that I see holding so many people back is the past, past hurts, past failures, past frustrations. So many people spend hours and hours in their heads reliving what they should have done, what they could have done, filled with regret. And that regret consumes their life. And instead of being able to move forward and be productive, they're spending all this time looking in the rearview mirror. Of course, nobody drives to a destination looking in the rearview mirror, but this is what many of us do in our path of trying to have success. And obviously, if you're driving while looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash the car over and over again. In fact, you probably have heard that you get what you think about most of the time. If you're thinking about those past regrets, if you're thinking about those past hurts, you are going to more than likely have that be the kind of thing you crash the car into repeatedly. So the first thing that I want you to start getting purposeful about in terms of going up is giving up the past. Now, let me just give you a couple of ingredients to this. The first thing that you're going to need to do is you're going to need to forgive. Now, you're going to need to forgive the people who have harmed you. A lot of people are reluctant to forgive people because they feel like, well, if I forgive that person, then somehow I'm being really generous to them. I am giving them some sort of unmerited blessing by forgiving them. But this is not really how it works. In actuality, the person who gets the most out of forgiving 
is the forgiver. The person who has the biggest blessing is the one willing to just let it go. I've talked many times about some of the things in my past, and you know, one of the great areas where I had to forgive was I have had some situations professionally where I've been really, really wounded. You know, I can remember, um, you know, a company that I had done a whole lot for in the past. And what ended up happening is that one of the key executives in this company, they ended up getting very, very concerned that I was going to start taking a lot of their power, their influence, and their limelight. And so they were actually somebody who had a lot of power in this company, and they began to do all kinds of things to marginalize me to the point that I ended up leaving that company. Well, I was really hurt over that because I felt like here I am a giant contributor. Here I am making a major impact, and this person's ego ended up causing me to have a major career setback. And that was tough. But I had to just forgive them because if I had lingered there, I would have never moved forward. And the second that I could come to forgiveness and the second I could look on them almost with pity and man, how small must you have been? And I started to think about all the reasons I was grateful for the lesson they just taught me about leadership, the thing they just demonstrated about what I don't want to ever become and why this now opens up a world of possibilities for me. The second that I was able to forgive, it was this giant weight lifted off me and I was able to soar. I was able to go on to new heights and my career took off from that point. I ended up having more success than I'd ever had in my life. I've mentioned that I did the same thing with my father, who was, you know, not a good father by any measure. And I could be lingering in all the reasons I should be a bad dad or be an alcoholic or be an adulterer or be any of these other things. But because I was able to come to a place of forgiveness early, I've gone on to what I think is a pretty fruitful and productive set of relationships with my wife and my children and with other men and women as I try to model what being a good husband and father looks like. So I would just tell you, don't hold that forgiveness back like it's the one thing you got on them. Like, man, I got this. I'm not going to give them that forgiveness. They don't deserve it because you're not hurting them. You're hurting yourself. Let it go. Learn to forgive. Now, the second person you need to learn to forgive is yourself. A lot of you are fixated on past errors, past mistakes, past faults, places where you've fallen down. And if you stay mired in that, you are never going to move forward. And you have to forgive yourself. Yeah, you screwed up. Cool. But there's nothing you can do about that now. And and by the way, we're going to get to something about this later. But you've got to give up your ability to keep blaming yourself back then for what you're not achieving today. You know, a lot of people think, well, if I had just done that thing back then, I would have, my whole life would be different. Well, no, if you had not done that, first of all, you might've made another mistake, but really your life would have been different if you, when you made that mistake, 
had let it go and started making good decisions from that point. You are where you are because you're still in that mistake. The second that you can learn to forgive yourself, you can start to learn the lessons from where your failure was and you can start to move forward. We all fall down. Every one of us falls down. The question is, how long does it take for us to get up? I can tell you how you will win by how long it will take you to get over a loss. You've got to learn to forgive yourself. Give yourself a break. We do make mistakes. We are human. Now, that doesn't mean that you just say, well, whatever, I don't ever care about whether I do the right thing or the wrong thing. Obviously, we want to do the right thing. But when you when you err, you got to let it go. you got to forgive yourself. Learn the lesson and move on. So that leads me to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is very closely connected. And that is, not only do you need to give up the past, but you need to give up control. Control. What most of us want is absolute control in our lives. And what is ironic is that in our need, in our desire for control, What we end up obsessing over are things we cannot control. You know, we want to obsess over what people think of us. We obsess over wanting people to behave a certain way. I want my spouse to behave a certain way, my children to behave a certain way, my coworkers to behave a certain way, my team members to behave a certain way, my leadership above me to behave a certain way. We can't control other people's behavior. I want the government to do this, can't control them. I want the economy to do that, can't control the economy. And we're focused so heavily on all all this stuff that we have no control over. And what you have to just do is come to the conclusion that you can do what you can do. And as has been said, all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Art Williams said that. And so you've got to realize that I can't control most of what's going on. I can't control all these external circumstances. I can't control what my company does. I can't control what my spouse does. I can't control what the president or the Congress does. I can't control what some guy in China does. You know what? I'm going to let go of all that stuff. Now, many of you guys know that I'm a person of faith, and I would just say that I don't know how you live without without God in your life. I really don't. But if you, if you don't have the Lord in your life, well, I'm not trying to offend you, but I'm telling you, as a person of faith, it makes life and success much simpler because... I can walk in faith because I know that I serve a God who is for me and not against me. I know I serve a God who is a miracle working God. And I serve a God who is, is his design for my life is to cultivate in me the character that can bring him the most glory and can accomplish the most things for his kingdom and in his people. He's using me to bless his people. And so if I will simply open myself up to be a conduit and let him control the junk that I can't control, and I just control what I can control, I'm telling you, it's easier to sleep at night, a lot less stress. I just shrug off all that other stuff. You've got to give up your ability to control that which you can't control. We just talked about giving up the past. Guess what? You can't control the past. You cannot go back and change it. There is no time machine. Let go. Give up the past. Give up control. And you're going to start going up 
very, very quickly. Really quickly, I want to talk about something that I have been shocked to learn over the last few months. You know, I've been traveling around the world speaking with listeners to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast, and I have been stunned to find out that the vast majority have never incorporated. Here they are, emerging leaders, and they've never done one of the smartest things they can do, get incorporated. Don't be that person. Why would you want to be incorporated, you might ask? Well, because financially, it's a no-brainer. Listen, I can't give you financial or tax advice. I'm just going to say it like this. It's going to save you a ton of money, and it's going to protect you against liability, and it's going to ensure your assets are protected, and a lot more. There's so many benefits from being incorporated. They've written entire books on the benefits of being incorporated. Incorporated. I've partnered with inkfile.com to make the process super easy and give you absolutely the least expensive way to get incorporated. I've tried all the other online services. Trust me, these guys are the best. For just 49 bucks, you can incorporate. And the money you'll save in the first year is going to by far make up for the $49. They'll do all the federal and state filings. They can take care of all the paperwork each year automatically, so it's absolutely you know hands-free. And they'll even get you your EIN number, which is your tax ID number, so you're ready to roll immediately. If you'll go to scottrossonline.com slash getincorporated, that's scottrossonline.com slash getincorporated, and use that link to set up your corporation, I'll give you $100 in free how-to manuals to get you going in your own corporation, including how to decide whether you should use an LLC, C-Corp, or S-Corp, and a step-by-step process to establish credit for your new business quickly that'll double or triple your buying power. So go to scottrossonline.com slash get incorporated and get incorporated. It's one of the smartest things you'll ever do. Now, the next thing I want you to give up is I want you to give up all your excuses. We live in a world of victims. Everybody is a victim now. Everybody is triggered by this or that. It's always someone else's fault. Well, if it's someone else's fault, guess what that means? We can't change it. We can do nothing about it because someone else is going to wreck whatever it is that we want to have accomplished. And part of that is excuses. See, excuses is simply blame. We're just shifting blame. And instead of looking for reasons why we can do it, what we're going to do is give ourselves an out by coming up with reasons why we can't do it. Even if those reasons are not valid, even if there is zero credibility to the why we can't do it, it's easy. It's the lazy person's approach to life to simply say, well, I would have except, and here's the excuse. Now, does that mean that there's not legitimate hurdles and obstacles that get in your way. You know, you're driving down the road and, you know, a car wrecks in front of you and there you are stuck in traffic and that's why you're late to the meeting. That's legitimate. That is legitimately why you were late to the meeting. But it has nothing to do with whether you could be productive once you get there. It has nothing to do with whether you might want to rethink your route moving forward. It has nothing to do with what you're going to do to make up for the time that was lost while you were sitting in traffic. It has nothing to do with whether you were productive while you were sitting in park. Did you read a book? Did you memorize a scripture? Did you make two or three strategic phone calls? You see, we got to give up excuses. We got to stop looking for the 
the reasons why we can't accomplish something or why it's okay, why it's valid that we didn't get our result, and instead start looking for reasons we can accomplish things and start not giving ourselves an out. You know, instead of letting your mind go to that lazy place where, oh, well, I would have accomplished it except X, start to say, no, 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 that's not acceptable. You could have done this. You could have done that. And start to develop the muscle in your, it's, it's like a muscle. You're going to develop the muscle of figuring out ways around the obstacles, about being creative of how to go around, through, over, under the obstacle. Give up excuses. Don't accept excuses from yourself. And for the people that you're mentoring, don't ex- don't accept. Uh, excuse me. For the people that you're mentoring, don't ex- um, accept excuses. You know, in love, obviously, don't be, don't blast them like you're a lazy thinker. You're giving, you know, you're making excuses. Just say, listen, I want to help you be successful. And you're just a person that can accomplish anything. Let's just not think that way. Let's not let that be a valid reason why you didn't accomplish it. Let's come up with reasons you can get around it and start to mentor people and help them learn how to think about a problem in a completely new way. The next thing I would want you to give up is your resistance to change. You know, there's one constant in this world, and that is change. And if you are opposed to change, if you fight change, you are going to be stuck because the world is going to keep evolving. Things are going to keep moving. And if you're not evolving and moving with them, you will get left behind. Your life is dependent on your ability to evolve, your ability to grow, your ability to have flexibility, your ability to modify yourself to whatever circumstance presents itself. Anything you've encountered that you've been able to get through or have success in, you were able to adjust to whatever was put in front of you. Because as you've heard me say before, leaders adjust. Being alive by itself requires change. And if you fight change, you are not going to truly live. Understand that you have got to be flexible. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen with the company you're a part of, the team you're a part of, the country you're a part of, the government that's in charge of your country. I don't know any of that stuff. All I know is that it's all probably going to change. And every day, something new is going to present itself. And the people who are averse to doing something new, they're going to get absolutely blasted. Why is it that Elon Musk has been so successful? Because he's anticipated change. And he's been at the forefront of change. Why was Steve Jobs so successful? You know, one of the things about Steve Jobs is people remember him as a great marketer. What they forget is he was a terrible marketer. When he first put his original ads out for original Apple computers, he would just list all the technical specifications of the computer, stuff that no one even cared about. By the end of his life, though, what was he doing? He was showing people how his product would enhance their life in a very practical way. He was willing to evolve. He was willing to change. What did he do with the very first iMac? He got rid of the floppy drive. He got rid of 
the uh, connections that people use to connect a keyboard to the computer. That was considered weird. Then he comes out with the iPod. He gets rid of all the buttons. Then he comes out with an iPhone, gets rid of the, the buttons on the phone. He was constantly changing, constantly evolving. That's why he was so successful. If you want to go up, you have got to give up your resistance to change. Change is a constant. Be someone that's at the forefront of the transformation. Be someone who's excited about the growth in the new opportunity. And you're going to become the kind of person that has extraordinary results. We're going to do just a couple more. The next thing I would say you need to give up is the right to complain. Give up the right to complain. Complaining just simply entrenches in you this feeling of deprivation. It just makes you feel like you've lost. It creates this illusion that if the world doesn't change in a big way, then everything's just going to suck. And I get to have this little pity party for the rest of my life. You see, here's your whole life in a nutshell. Your entire life is defined by how you interpret external events to yourself. The external events that are happening out in the world, the weather, the economy, the traffic, whatever, technology, everything, all of that stuff, everyone in the world has those things in common. There's nobody that doesn't have those, have the same exact circumstances that you have. You might think you have unique circumstances. You really don't. You know, people who don't sell very much, they think that the guys who sell a lot, they must have had it easy. Those people were laydowns. They just were walked in and threw money at them. They were bluebirds. You know, all these things that people say, man, if, if I would just get the same bluebirds those guys got, I would be way further ahead. Everybody who, you know, doesn't have a great marriage, they look at people with a great marriage and they're like, oh man, they just must have like, you know, be those rare birds who are just super compatible, you know, all the chemistry in the world. They got no problems. Probably not true. They probably had to work for what it is that you see. People who have great kids, same thing. People who have great finances, same thing. So when we complain, what we're saying is that the world has to change in order for us to be happy, for us to be successful. But that's not really what it is. It's what we do with the external circumstances. It's how we interpret those external circumstances to ourselves. You see, instead of complaining about the wife that you've got, what you should do is be grateful for the wife that you have when there's a lot of people who don't have a wife and wish they had one. And then think, man, I'm already halfway there. Lots of people wish they had a wife. I got, I got a wife. Now I just need to work on being the man that she would fall in love with totally different approach to the same circumstances. You get to the grocery store, all the parking spaces are full. You got to park at the very end of the parking lot. It's a hot, sunny day. You'll be like, man, they don't have enough parking space. Look at all these handicapped spots. They're all empty. We don't need this many handicapped spots. I should be able to park there. Complain, complain, complain. Or you could be like, wow, beautiful day. I love getting out in the heat a little bit. I've been in the office all day. I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to make this walk fast so I can get a little brisk walk in, brisk walk out. That's kind of like a workout. I'm enhancing myself. Man, great day to be alive. Same circumstances, totally different result. Give up the right to complain. Stop complaining. Stop having your 
happiness and your success dependent on external circumstances. The external winds are going to blow on all the boats the same. It's not the wind that matters. It's the setting of the sail. With that said, guys, um, I think we're about out of time, actually. So I'm going to wrap it up there. We might do some more of these later. I would just tell you this. Give up to go up. Listen to this repeatedly. If you uh, want to see some show notes, I'm going to put some information at scottrossonline.com slash 117. That'll be really valuable. Until next time, guys, God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this audio program. For more resources to further your development as a world-class leader and for success strategies and tactics in all areas of your life, please visit scottrossonline.com. And be sure to connect with Scott on Facebook and Twitter using the ID at scottrossonline. 